Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter. This show is designed to feed and nourish kingdom leaders to reflect the heart of God. Listen and be blessed. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy October to everybody. Um... This is Prophetess Alandis Porter, and I am your host this morning, and you have tuned in to Kingdom Life on the Release the Word Radio Network. I hope that you all have been enjoying the Kingdom Identity Series, because I know I have. Um, I have even learned a lot, even studying it out, so... I'm going to try to complete it because this is part six, and uh, I'm going to try to bring it home today. Uh, It's a lot to fit into 30 minutes, but we're going to try to do it. And uh, in the event that I don't complete it, because you know I don't like to shortchange you guys, so we're going to go to part seven. And it'll be definitely the culmination of it all. But today we're going to be talking about walking in the spirit versus walking in the flesh and and bring it how it ties in with the truth. So we're going to really dig deep and touch on some things that we deal with every day. And I'm sure it's going to bless your life. It's going to set Uh, several people free from a lot of things that they deal with. So we're going to go through that today. So I'm going to take a a real short break, and then we're going to go right into the lesson. Um, So I'll be right back.
that's your heart's desire tonight. Come on, lift your voice and sing it with us tonight. going to be talking about flesh, feelings, and truth. Uh, Our keynote scripture for today will be Romans 8 and 1, and it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And today we're going to explore how the Holy Spirit helps us and having the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, leading us to truth, despite the fact that we live in the flesh 
and we have feelings. And um, your flesh and your feelings will get you in more trouble uh, than anything else because your feeling is your soul, and that's where your 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 emotions live. Um, and if we're led by what we feel, we'll make a whole lot of mistakes. We'll say some things. We'll do some things, which is 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 what flesh is all about. Uh, the biblical definition of flesh is the carnal mind, the carnality, the sin nature of what we were born into. So before you came to the Lord and got saved, became a new creature, all of that, gave your life to the Lord and your heart to the God, that is what you had a sin nature, which is what we picked up from Adam's sin. Adam and Eve, when they sinned, this is what we got. So, which is why we needed Jesus to die so that we could come back and be justified as if we had never sinned. Because once you repent and once you give your heart to God and you confess that Jesus is Lord and you believe he died on the cross and rose again and you confess him as Lord of your life, you are now placed in the place where God wanted us to be in the beginning, where Adam and Eve were. They were sinless. There was no sin until they sinned. So you are brought back to right standing and right fellowship and relationship with God. So in being that, everything does not come all at once. Um, you have given your heart and your life to God, but you also live in a fleshly body. And and this is the body we live in right now. Uh, it's a body that demands attention. It has feelings. It wants what it wants. It's selfish. It's prideful. Um, the Bible says that in our flesh dwells no good thing. So, and 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 uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul, he wrote a whole chapter about the flesh. So those of you who want to go back and study, really, really, he he gives such a graphic description that. It's it's so on point that you would read it and go, oh, wow, 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 the whole the whole way through, because he really describes how it feels. And I'm going to read a couple of the verses just so you get a gist of uh, what he was saying in those chapters. And I'm looking at the time right now, and and I know right now at this moment, I am not going to finish this particular series today because we only have 10 more minutes left and I'm just getting really started in it. So let's read Romans 7 and 15. And I want to give you an idea of what it's like to live in the flesh, even though you live there so you know. But this is what Paul said. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not. 
but what I hate, I do. This is what kind of trouble the flesh will get you in. Um, Those of you who have struggled with addiction, whether it be sexual, alcoholic, uh, uh, no matter what it is, it can be relational, no matter what type of habit you may have, when you try to stop that thing on your own, you always end up going back to that thing. And and what has to happen is you've got to surrender that part of your life to the Lord. He's not only got to become your Savior, but he has to become Lord. When God becomes Lord of your life and you allow him to lead you in everything that you say and do, that means I surrender my speech, my heart, my mind, my money, my body, everything. I surrender everything to him, and I yield it over to him and let him lead me in everything that I do. The Holy Spirit will help you to do that. Uh, I'll get into that lesson another day. But being filled with the Holy Spirit, once you come to God, you are born of the Spirit of God, and your sin nature changed to a, a, you come out of the sin nature and your nature changes, and you become born again. But to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it gives you the power of God. And that power living inside of you helps you to live a victorious life every day. And and will I say that it's harder to do without it? Absolutely. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's harder to do. But the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth. He's a guide. He's a comforter. He leads us to those places where we don't need to be, when we don't need to be there. And the places where the flesh wants to take us, he'll speak to us and say, uh-uh, don't do that. It's like having a stop sign on the inside, in addition to your conscience. So the the Holy Spirit is different than your conscience, but it's like having another conscience on the inside. It's, it's an experience that you never want to live without, I'll put it that way. But let's get back to um, this flesh walk. Uh, When we come to God, we've got to take care of our spiritual man because if we don't, we will be in trouble because the flesh is going to cause you to um, go places that your spirit does not need to go. And and don't get it twisted. For the rest of your spiritual life, there is going to be a war against the flesh and the spirit. That war is continual because you live in a fleshly body, but you're trying to be guided by your spirit. So that battle is what it is, But which is why the Bible tells us in Galatians 5 and 16, then I, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because 
just think about it. And and this will be give you some clarity on how do I do that. God is a spirit. God created us in his image. So actually, we were created to be spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings in a human fleshly body. But we are spiritual beings. So how God wants us to live is by our spirit, not by our body, if that makes any sense to you. Um, because if I let my body and, and this house that I live in lead me, I'm going to get in all kind of trouble every time. It's not going to turn out well. And and like I said, Paul wrote all about it. Um, Romans 7.23 puts it this way. But I see another law at work in my body, warring against the law of my mind and holding me captive to the law of sin that dwells within me. When I say that Paul really breaks it down, he really breaks it down. He lets you know why we fight in this house which is why in that same chapter he talks I've got to I've got to beat my body into submission. This is why we have to fast. And that means denying my body, whether it be denying it of food, denying it of of something that I want to do. Some people fast from TV. They fast from social media. They might fast from uh Going out, you know, they they might not be going, you know, um, out with their friends or something like that. But whatever takes away from your fellowship with God, that separating that time and surrendering that time to God, yielding that time to God so that you can grow and spending that time in reading your Bible, in praying and fellowship with the Lord so that you can build up your faith so that you can build your relationship. Your relationship with God has to be cared for just as any other relationship. If I want, if I've got a a, a relationship with a man and we're in love, or I say I love this person, they say they love me. But we never spend any time together. We don't talk. We don't go out. Your relationship going to fall apart. First of all, let's think about do you really have a relationship? If you never go out, you never talk. Because it's already uh, over before it begins. If you're not doing any any of that. Because the communication piece is most of the relationship. Because if you don't communicate correctly, all kind of things can go wrong. The same holds true with God. God wants you to be transparent before him, even in this body. Tell the truth. If if you're going through some things and you're struggling, if, if you know that you just got saved and you was used to having sex with your boyfriend once a week, every week, or maybe every day, Whatever. If you know that's a struggle for you, then you're going to have to yield that part of yourself to God and say, Lord, I need your help. You're going to have to do some fasting to bring that flesh 
under subjection. And say, Lord, I need your help. I got to get in my Bible. I got to get in prayer and get in the face of God and say, hey, I can't do this by myself. I need you to fill me with the Holy Spirit so I can have some keeping power. And I'm going to stop right there. And next week what I'm going to do, I'm I'm going to try to fit this into this last lesson. And and what I may end up doing if I need to is, is uh, record for an hour. We'll see. But uh, we want to really get you um, this lesson, and we, we don't want to shortchange this one for real because – our flesh, our feelings versus the truth uh, is a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, deliverance for all of us. And we want to make sure that we really uh, bring this home and really allow the Spirit of God to really uh, cause some changes in our lives. So I'm going to stop right here. And I'm going to continue with part seven of the Kingdom Identity Series. And this is the last part. So we're going to um, be continuing on flesh, feelings, and truth. So until next time, keep living in full effect for the King. Bye-bye. God bless. If you were blessed by this program and would like to learn more about our products and services, connect with us on Facebook at Kingdom Advancement Global Ministries. Follow us on Twitter at KAG Ministries or visit us on the web at KAGMinistries.com. 